Okay, I think it's time. No, yeah, it's 1.30, isn't it? 13.30, so do I have a motion? I move we open. So second. I second. All in favor? Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Pledge allegiance to the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state, under God, one indivisible. Our God and Creator, thank you for another beautiful day, Fayette County, another day of precious life for all of us here. Ask you to watch all over our residents as they travel over Thanksgiving, give them safe holidays, and continue to bless us with rain. In addition, today, give us the wisdom to make the right decisions for those who entrusted us in this office. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. We have two commissioners out here today. Both of them a couple of medical issues, I think. One a mental issue and another a physical issue. So I don't know. Okay, but we do have a quorum, so we can continue. And our first agenda item today is to canvass the votes from the general election that was held November the 8th, 2022. And uh, we thank you, Terry, for being here to do this, all 55 pages of it, but that's a lot of data and a lot of tabulation. And after you talk through all this, mm -hmm. I only have two questions, and the other commissioners may have some too, but so the floor is yours on that. Okay. But we thank you for doing that. Just a, we had a good election. Uh, I think the best thing for y'all to kind of look at first is that election reconciliation form that I sent y'all. That kind of gives you a breakdown of the number of voters that we had and the number of ballots that were accepted. And then it comes down where it com comes up with the percentage, the difference of percentage was less than 1% from a variation. Basically, we had 10,583 uh, 10, voters and we counted 10,580 <coughs> ballots. Um, most of the time, to me, that's due to maybe where someone forgot to check in a voter. Well, that was my, one of my questions, yeah. whether the 22 rejections, what yeah. were they, what were they um, pretty the, much The for? rejections, I'll go over those okay, in a little bit. Right. But, but also, too, there's some people that voted a provisional ballot on election right. day that will be in the ballot in the voted column list, but their ballot wasn't counted until after the election, uh, which could have been rejected, okay, is another thing that could have happened. So we had, we took 33 provisional ballots 17 of them were rejected and 16 were accepted for counting. So we uh, added all those in the ballot board met on Tuesday and we added all those extra uh, votes in. And so that's where we came up with the 0.19% difference from the people who were marked as voted in the ballots that we counted. Um, so overall, we we voted about 10,583 voters, which was right under like 60% in our opinion, which was a low turnout uh, for this election, both early and on election day. Um, the, uh, there, and we really had no issues with anything. Everything ran really smoothly for us. Um, and I, I don't really have, I had I think one person that got upset during early voting, the last 20 minutes of voting, they came in and they were in suspense and they didn't want to fill out a um, statement of residence card. They got very upset because they didn't want to do that. And But they voted on election day, I think, in your precinct. She was, she was very nice. <laughs> so anyway, she still voted on election day. Um, but I really, everything went really smooth and we were very happy with this election. 
Uh, we had we were surrounded with great people working in this election. Our judges were fan, fantastic. The people that are in our central count are fabulous. The commissioners helped us deliver and pick up all the equipment and stuff, and that was fabulous. The judges really appreciated that. Uh, since we were able to reduce precincts, all of the judges were able to have two poll books in their polling place on election day, which allowed them to process voters a lot quicker than normal. And they really liked that, from my understanding. I had some comments if I could make them. Mm -hmm. um, the, new equipment, afraid. the new equipment is fabulous. Yeah. And we were very thankful for all the stuff that y'all did to help. And then, you know, we had two poll books for the first time. And we had nine voters at once at one time. And we've never really? seen anything like that before. And so, um, you know, I remember working with Dina Bell, and I remember, you know, elections were done well back then, but it seems like every year they've gotten better and smoother, and, and I don't know how they keep improving every year, but Terry's done a really good job. And all those ladies in that office, of course, those are very thankless positions, you know, all the work that they do, and they spend a lot of time. And it's a very difficult thing, and they do a great job. And it, and it worked really well. It's probably the cleanest election we've had yet. It was, it was, a, it, it did go very well. And we knew that there were problems in other counties, and that always gives you pause. But we tend to uh, always expect the worst, you know, because you just never know what's going to happen sometimes. And this one, it just went really well. What's so the difference far. between an absentee ballot and a mail-in ballot? Um, absentee, well, there's two different, there's different types of ballot by mail. And the absentee ballot are people who are going to be absent from the county um, election through early voting and on election day, and then mail-in ballots are generally your your ballots for people that are 65 or older or disabled. Uh, there's really, in our mind, there's no difference between them. They're just terms that are used. Do you have to request a mail-in ballot? Yes. You have to physically. Yes. They're just not sent out. That's right. And only the person who wants the mail ballot can request it. So you could not call me and request one for your wife or anybody else. The person who wants the mail ballot has to be the one that requested. And I can't even, if you came in and I saw that you looked like somebody that might benefit from that because they read difficulty walking, I can't even offer them a mail ballot. They have to still be the one to request it. We cannot say, you know, you might want to think about voting by mail. We're not allowed to do that. We used to could, but we can't anymore. Mm -hmm. That changed with that last legislative session. Is there, is it true that in the year or two, maybe the state legislature, the state may um, kind of organize all the elections in all the counties where they're the same, same equipment, same everything, same there, procedures, same standardized it, I guess. Is there, is there any truth to that? There, there might be some truth to that in the fact that not so much with the equipment because they have two different sets of equipment that are used in the state. One is ESS and the other one is HART. I think those are the only two that are certified to be used in the state of Texas. Dominion is not certified. But what they're talking about is that there's a lot of counties out there that are what we call offline counties that do not use the Texas Elections manage, uh, uh, Administration Management software. They use their own version to keep up their voter registration records, their voting records, and all that kind of stuff. We are an online county because we do use that system. And there's a lot of problems with, uh, sometimes I think with the data transferring for them from that offline system to the state or to the vendors 
and it's created a lot of problems there. So there is talk that they may revamp our complete system, which our system does, the state does need to revamp their current uh, management software that we use. There's a lot of, uh, it's old, and there's just a lot of things that it needs to do that it's not doing. And they're talking about giving everybody a brand new um, software to manage voter registration and our elections and poll workers and all kinds of stuff. Like in this particular one we have, there is software built into it to manage the poll workers, but we can't use it because it, there's no functionality with it. So they're talking about doing the whole thing for the whole state, in, making that the same. In reading about Harris County, for example, they said they ran out of paper. Do you know what they meant by that? Would they, you know, they run out of, of ballots? Or? I, you know, I, I have not read what went on in Harris County. I avoid it for a reason, because I'm just, <laughs> but, and I should read it, but it's just, I'm, I'm still been focusing no, on getting I, 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 But I, just, I would say if they ran out of paper that they ran, they do some kind of receipt process, I think, that they give their voters after they vote, they get a receipt or something, and we don't, have that process so they I don't I'm assuming that's what they ran out of and I heard stuff about ink running out we use thermal based okay. paper so ours won't have ink yeah and so I'm really not sure I although they are an ESNS county I believe which we're ESNS so I didn't really know what they were talking about with their receipt paper that what people were telling me uh, about the receipt paper. The only thing I could think of is like we run reports on the on this the equipment that has paper in there, but we keep plenty of rolls that if it runs out, you know, we just Well I, I know you have a tough job but I can only imagine what the election commissioner in Harris County oh, gosh, gosh yeah. huge, you know. I've said it many times I would never do it yeah. any county bigger we have than a Harris small County. county. We're lucky that yeah. that county is so small yeah. we still have clean questions. Wow. We can, and I think most small counties can for that reason. I like <coughs> I liked your comment in the article in the paper that if you believe there's election fraud, get involved. That's right. Because mm -hmm. I even asked that certain gentleman after the meeting. Yeah. I was like, "Have you ever been here?" And he goes, "I don't have any problem with here." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so I'd like involved. to. I'd like to clarify because I guess I actually had met that man, but didn't realize who he was. Craig was just telling me. Yeah. That I actually had met that man, and I, the name did not ring a bell to me, and I had no recollection of him. Just to clarify, apparently I had met him when I was. Deborah Frank had asked me to go with her to a meeting to talk about our equipment and mm -hmm. so forth, and I did. And he was apparently at that meeting. So one, yeah. I, I meant to tell you the other day. One suggestion, you know, I'm always full of suggestions. Uh -huh. When you have that bag for us to take out, uh -huh. can you put a checklist? in there so that way we know what comes back yeah bernice was supposed to actually give y'all a checklist but i guess she and it may have been in there but just yeah. let us know where it's at or something okay so that, may, that yeah. may help us in the confusion yeah getting all yeah. the materials back so. well i tell you the judges did all of the judges were very grateful to you guys for helping them with that that was a big big task and they really appreciate it you were able to open a poll like in 30 minutes 20 yeah. minutes yeah. in the morning I know, I know it's the states, by the Constitution, right? The states run their elections. Is that right? Isn't that the way it works? Federal yes. governments? Okay. But what really I have trouble with is a lot of these states, to me, chain of custody is so important mm -hmm. with ballots. Yes. And it seems like that they're making it to where it's so easy to break that chain of custody. Yeah. 
where somebody doesn't have something in their side all the time or hadn't signed for something or hadn't inventoried something or hadn't and to me voting the ballot the chain of custody's got to be so important it is important and uh, you know one of the things you know y'all notice when y'all come to vote like even during early voting we always have two eyes on the ballots at all times you know it's a it's just part of our process and I noticed that sometimes the they get a little frustrated with me because if I see them like even step out of the room like they're trying to talk and I'm like I come out and right away and say you gotta have two eyes in that room at all times. How can you have yeah. chain of custody with a mail-in ballot? Um, you you have you, when you can't drop really it in the mail you box. have to give it to someone else to mail it to us. But I will say the post office was hand delivering ballots to us on election day and the day after the election. So I think the post office has actually done something on their end to change some of their processes. We didn't have many, but on election day, I think it was, uh, it was after five, I think, that they brought us this, they had one ballot, and they said there would be no more that day, although there was. <laughs> and uh, so, but they actually delivered the ballots to us this time, and that's never, they've never done that in the past. That was new. We got one from LaGrange and one from Schulenburg. I think the one from Schulenburg sent it to LaGrange somehow, and then LaGrange sent, brought it in to us and delivered it. And that was a new process we had never had. So the, the post office did a really good job. Good. I think we sent out over 500 ballots. I don't remember the exact number, it's on there. Uh, we sent out 546, and only 34 were not returned. Yeah, and so that's a pretty good return on those. I think usually in the past we've had more than that that were not returned. Um, the there were a couple you know they have added to the process now that people have to give us their driver's license or the last four digits of their social security number in order for us to accept those ballots and there are still people who are forgetting to do that and we have to call them and send them back to them and I think we had two that we sent back that never came back and that happens before election day when we're getting them in we check them for those numbers and if they're not there then we have to send them back to the voters. We try to call them too, just to let them know. So, well, well I'm not, go ahead. What is? Yeah. What do you think the the national average is like? So we had fifty nine point forty percent voted. What do you think like the national? I don't know what the national 60, average was. I, I would say yeah, and even statewide. I haven't statewide even. even yeah. I haven't even looked at statewide stuff. I'm still cleaning up our stuff. I would say that all along during early voting, we were trending about one percentage more than the statewide average, but I don't know after election day what the statewide turnout was. I could have looked it up and I failed to do that and I should have probably done that. It's kind of... Yeah. I do think that I was surprised that it was so low. I was expecting it to at least hit 70 or 75%. Yeah, I was looking at it. Some yeah. of them are 51 point something, yeah. 54. Yeah. And, and really the smaller communities, Outside of the big those are the ones. Some of them had 65, 68. Yeah. Ward had quite a few, yeah. but the, the bigger towns had the, but the least, just the lowest percentage. I think that's usually the case. It is. I do. I know there's one county out there in West Texas that votes like 110 percent. I think. Oh, damn. <laughs> that's that story. I don't know about that. Yeah. Where the families all, the commissioners. Oh, yeah. that, I can't remember yeah. the name of that county, but. I'm just, I don't know well, what their percentage was. I did not look. The way things are going now in the country with all this, I, in our county, I don't know if there's a more important position in our county right now than the one you have. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Uh, it's just, 
I mean, there's no room for failure. You got everybody watching at you, and if I mean, so I really appreciate. But you know, Judge, I I, I appreciate that. I do. I mean, your your words are always so kind. But I tell you what, just looking around this room, there's a lot of people in this room that help us, and every time we've ever asked for anything, you have always been there for us. And even uh, it was the week before that we asked the, the commissioners to step up and help with, with that equipment, and they did it with smiles on their faces. Maybe. Not behind our, you know, <laughs> looking at us, but but they always are so quick to give us whatever we need to help, and you too, and that goes with everybody. The party chairs are always quick to help us if we need assistance for anything. Uh, the judges, they they come to the training, they they give me a hard time, but at the same time, they're asking really good questions. Um, anybody that's ever had to train William Burnson would know that for a fact. <laughs> My guy that always sits on the front row. He does. <laughs> but they're, they're great. Our judges are great. Our person, y'all saw the article about the kids in the school? Mm -hmm. We had reached out to the schools this summer and said, hey, we're going to have this election coming up, you know, to all the superintendents and all the principals, you know, get you some kids. I wish Latonia and Schulenberg would do it more. Maybe next time we'll get you to help Tell me with what Tonya and Schulenberg more. Huh? I'll go talk to them. I figured you would. Well, and so, because LaGrange takes us up on it, and sometimes Fayetteville does, but hardly, we hardly ever get anything from Tonya or Schulenberg. And I tell you, those two, I was looking at them, they were like 53, 54% of the entire town voted. So, they those are some that they really need to uh, they do. get their kids involved. Yeah. But one thing, like when we, we were helping all delivered stuff, everyone that opened the hall for us or the building, they're all retired people. Yeah. So, I mean, they need and want the the most. The compliment I got the most from every one of them was the new signs. Yeah. Everybody yeah. just loves those things, yeah. and they were pretty easy for them to carry around. Yeah. So they they really because they're really visible too. You can they see those are. things. We you know those old you know so many people are in areas where there's just concrete. They yeah. can't put those old wire signs in there. Yeah. We bought those from a local mm -hmm. business too. We wanted to support that local business with that, and I used those security grant funds to pay for them. So it was a one of those things that I just yeah, thought we would do. Signs, signs yeah. were great. The, the, the yeah. poll books were great. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's all the poll books are actually the same. They were just new cases. Yeah, new hardware. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just new cases. The software was the same, but the yes. new hardware, the new hardware had, was way easier to work with. And the software was updated. That was something else you read in that article about the update. But we do the updates all the mm -hmm. time with our equipment in between elections. When there's a new update, they come and update us almost between every election. So. Okay. So, but we were very happy with the way things turned out. It is definitely a group effort. And thanks to the paper too. You know, they're always getting that information out there for us. And I will say, I have to, I'm very happy about our website because I had so many people calling me saying, we can't find this information. I'm going, it's on our webpage, it's there. Oh, I've looked all over. And so it was really nice to kind of have that happen because it was like, God, we have so much information out there on our webpage. Mm -hmm. and, um, a lot, yeah. I always tell people, don't forget to put Texas. You know, they look up Bay County, oh, yeah. Georgia, Georgia, or Arkansas, Kentucky, or Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, and they yeah. go, where is such and such street? And I'm going, well, that sounds like that's Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done in a while, but if you look up Fayette County on Yahoo, it won't come up. Good but if you do it on Google, it goes right there at the top. Yeah. So we had, we had one phone call from a lady 
and she told me what road she lived on. She didn't know where to vote, uh -huh. and that was she didn't know which because she didn't even know it was consolidated. Yeah, I just left her a message. Yeah, she, but other than that, I guess everybody figured. We were, I was there about seven forty-five in Flatton. There's a lot of people there early in the morning. I don't know, maybe dropping off kids from school to go before yeah. to go work. And it just, you in and out really quick, it worked good in California. Yeah. I think our southern part of the county had the highest voter turnout mm -hmm. with Round Top, I think, right there on their tail. Mm -hmm. And I would say, like, Tony Schulenberg and Round Top were our highest. Still got people coming here to early vote. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and but if you listen to them, they're like, well, I came here last year. And you're like, no, no you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Billy and I answered plenty of them questions yeah. when we were doing. I wonder how many of them up there in the northern part of the county got tickets for speeding to the, <laughs> to the uh, polls. No, because he was working here. Oh, 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 okay. But you know, that is a, that's not just Fayette County. There were people posting that on our statewide comments thing. They were talking about, you know, we haven't been in the courthouse for six years and we still have people going to the courthouse. What do I do? And I'm going, but it makes you feel good because it's not just Fayette yeah, County. It yeah. is everywhere that they do that. And there's a big push out there to move elections back to courthouses, not just here in Fayette County, but in other counties too. Yeah. People are wanting it in the courthouses. And I have heard that for Fayette County as well. And I, I really do love our place there. It's so convenient for people who are just, and easy for people who are disabled to get in and out of. We do less curbsides there because they can get out of their cars and come in and vote there instead of having to do curbside. Well, you're, you're going to get even additional security there because the DPS has officially notified us now that they're moving to sergeant's headquarters here. How sweet is that? It's going to be, what, six or eight more troopers, and that yeah. they're going to work out of that other Just side. Just having those cars there yeah. and, and being very visible, that's going to look really good, too. And so. hopefully a driver's license, too. Yeah. So. Okay. Whenever you move the tax assessor, whenever that happens, Get a sandwich board sign and put it down at the bottom of the steps because you're going to have everybody yeah. walking up the steps in here and find out the office down there one more. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. At least you say them going up the steps. Now, while they walk past it and don't read it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We can have it double sided so when they walk out, yeah. it'll say. <laughs> it's the same as push and pull on the door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I didn't know where he was going. He said a sandwich board. I was like, what is he talking about? I didn't know what, it, what you were talking about, a sandwich board. What is he talking about? Sandwich. I got to figure that out. I make a motion that we canvass the votes from the general election that was held on November 8th, 2022. You want a second? I'll second that. Okay. It's been moved and seconded. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed, the motion carries unanimously. Thank you very much, Terry, appreciate it. Thank you. Agenda item two is to consider and take appropriate action in entering a service agreement between Fayette County and MCI Communication Services, LLC, DBA, what's that mean? D slash B slash doing business as. So Verizon Business Services for backup internet connection for the county clerk's office. Yeah. Okay, well, I will have Kevin update that. I was okay. going to read an email um, that he had given me for it. Um, so it's going to increase the speed for the backup internet connection from 10 out of 10 to 100 out of 100. Uh, with the new CAD system, if Colorado Valley ever goes down, we will have a backup which will run um, smoothly. 
we'll have the internet bandwidth, sorry. They, we are paying about uh, $700 per month, so it's it, going up, it would right? go up to about 1000 yeah. but it's worth it. So. I move we enter into a service agreement between Fayette County and MCI for a backup internet connection for Fayette County Clerk's Office. Is there a second? A second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Okay, agenda item three, consider and take appropriate action and awarding bids for radios. And Drew's not here today. But we do have bids, what, from LCRA and Motorola. And these are covered through the grant, right? It's that the, the Schulenberg is... Josh mm -hmm. came walking in because okay. I don't know anything about the radio. So we had a meeting. Yes, we had a meeting yesterday with uh, Chief Prosky, Assistant Chief and Commissioner Grossman, and uh, Paul Zaplak of the Schulenberg Fire Department. We spoke in detail about all the capabilities of the radios. Uh, we feel that the $80 more per radio that we paid for an APX 8000 is hugely worth it. Um, Which for is the Motorola bid? For a Motorola radio. Um, so we, we are suggesting uh, to accept an award, the, or award, we've already accepted, award the Motorola bid. So is this a one where we accept all bids, or do we select we've already, a bid? We already we, I mean, we already yeah, we want to. Rewarding it. So the Motorola is what nine hundred forty-two thousand, and then the uh, other one was what it was. Let's we'll see. All right. Let's see. Nine twenty something. And we want to go with Motorola. Why do we want to go again? Just one more time. So, we, um, if if you were to go to a Motorola vendor and buy an APX eight thousand, um, you would spend about or more than eight thousand uh, dollars. Previous pricing that we've gotten from LCRA on the Harris radio that's compared here is about five thousand dollars. Essentially, the rough mathematics is that we're getting a radio that would normally cost about $3,000 more for $80. Um, it's also widely kind of accepted as an indestructible radio. Don't test that with firemen and EMS people. But, um, Which is you know, who we're getting it for? You know Which is who we're getting it for? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, you know, Widely used, uh, the fire department I came from used them, Brennan Fire Department uses them, Houston Fire Department uses APX series radios, at least the firemen that, that I worked with in the village. Um, so it's a it's a good radio, that's what we... And just one other question, is that LCRA services either one of these, so they don't have a problem, Motorola, they could care less, really. We, uh, Whether it's Harris or Motorola, they... And the... Uh, the procedure that we are planning to take is actually to pay out of the grant. We'll buy the radios from Motorola and installing and programming from LCRA. So everyone, everyone wins. And of this grant, how much? How much is being paid? The grant covering how It's much? a it's a ninety ten split. 90 so it's uh, the share for the agencies that are involved is roughly eighty six thousand. Okay. Uh, so what what they'll do is we also met with FEMA yesterday, um, and I think Josh and I both had a headache when we were oh. talking to that lady. 
but was that the video is that she's, the she's the um, our project manager mm -hmm. so uh, so the the way that Schumenberg has is going to do this is when the radios come in they'll be distributed to each different agency that's involved at, per their application which is based on the number of seats in their apparatus and then their share of that will be prorated as depending on how many radios they get. So Winchester is not going to be paying the same amount as Schulenberg. Okay. And just so we're clarifying, this is Schulenberg Fire Department's yes. wishes. Yes. And, and Drew conveniently got sick this morning. Okay. The, uh, also, I mean, the, the LCRA salesman has. He has verified and validated our feeling that this is a very good deal on the Motorola product, and he thinks it's, he understands why we would make the move to go with it. He told me that, I'm like, I don't care which radio they buy. These radios <clears throat> for all 10 departments? No. No, no just some of that, there's a few of them that did not two of them. apply six, for it, six right? Six agencies are participating, six. Okay. a bunch of our departments, four chose not to. Mm -hmm. And then the seventh agencies fake okay. money in this. Right. And this had to be an application submitted by mm -hmm. our department. I remember. And so the county will, just for transparency, the county will have a match involved in this. That was part of the MOU that the commissioner's court approved several months ago. I don't know uh, exactly when. The, the, the 10 percent yeah. of, of your share. Of our share of the rate. So the, the four agencies that did not participate in this, are their radios will work with the, I mean, how are y'all, I mean, okay. Everything will remain interoperable. These radios will be more interoperable. Okay. And I have been approached by two of the four departments to assist them in the next go around. And I've told them as long as they have their paperwork, mm -hmm. we'll do exactly what we did for Shield. Yeah. I, I think at least one or two I know they just dropped the ball on and didn't do it and now they're wishing they would have. Well and there's a couple who just choose not don't want to participate mm -hmm. and that's fine. Okay. Well that's the the judges alluded to this before, like these grant opportunities have strings. And uh, you know the infers reporting data, that's a standard that gets you into a lot of grants, but a lot of these departments have just said that that's just not something that we have the manpower to throw at. The the departments here in the county that didn't report to infers before have started reporting in or have at least said that they have immediate plans to start reporting to infers in the future and that they're trying to make that better so um, i think that part of this grant and as we administer this grant is going to help a lot of these departments see hey we just missed out on a piece of a million dollar pie let's see what we can do in the future to to get to that point and you know maybe new leadership in some of these departments may change some of it is just hopefully They'll see the kind of benefit that other ones are getting from it, and they just need to step up. And well, and, and keep in mind that assistance firefighter grant can be used for things besides radios. Uh, that's just what was the biggest need here. So there's other, you know, you, there's, there's put other types of equipment. They're breathing. What are those called? I see here. Yeah. Uh, you can see I'm up to date on firefighter equipment. But uh, there's so there's other possibilities in the future for the departments if they'll them together and part of why we were successful is what we thought is because this was a regional grant and they like the collaboration that they're seeing between the volunteer fire departments the county and the city of Schumenberg. 
It's mm -hmm. fairly rare to find a grant that you actually buy radios with. The many, many mm -hmm. grants uh, exclude what they call subscriber units, mm -hmm. which is their fancy word for handheld radio and mobile radios. And so getting one that actually would pay for it was uh, difficult. And um, it's, it's, um, they, it's the same thing with several other technologies. A lot of the big cities already have them, and so they, they will exclude them because they assume it's just a cost of doing business, and sometimes they don't even realize that uh, some of the fringe areas don't have uh, modern equipment to see this. We did point that out to Steve when we were talking to them yesterday. I move we award the bid to Motorola Solutions with the direction of the Schulenberg Volunteer Fire Department. Second the motion. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Okay. When our next scheduled commissioner's court meeting is the 23rd. Is that correct? That will be a regular meeting. And I just want to put the word out that I think one of the highlights on our agenda is Mr. Van Dresser is going to be here from the groundwater district. So, and yes. so I don't know if that may cause more people to show up and we might just want to be looking at the district courtroom. Right. I don't know. But uh, I think that's an issue and it's going to be an interesting commissioner's court because there's going to be a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions for him again that has to do with a lot of the growth coming in here and some of our water policies. Maybe we'll work on uh, how we want uh, to. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So uh, um, I think it's going to be an interesting. Thing. Okay, do I have a motion? I move we adjourn. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Everyone, thank you for being here. Have a great weekend. You too.